things the the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Uh, the church calendar is approaching the end of the Coptic year. We, today is the first Sunday of the last month of the Coptic year mystery. Then we have the small month, which is only five days. The church is preparing our minds and our hearts and asking us this serious question. Are you rejecting the chief cornerstone or you are still <coughs> walking in the right direction? In many occasions, we see that the chief cornerstone is just a stone, like any other stones. And even the parable that the Lord gave us today, he showed us that all Israelites rejected the chief cornerstone himself. Let me start with you with a verse from Ephesians chapter 2, and verse 20 and 22. St. Paul is telling us this. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles, and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And even the Lord himself said, I am the chief cornerstone. The prophecies in the Old Testament in Psalm 118, it was telling us there is a chief cornerstone. But how we can know that any teaching in the church is the right teaching? It is only through the chief cornerstone. That's why St. <clears throat> Paul was telling us, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. He's telling us if the chief cornerstone is a stone in the middle who can hold an arch. We'll see it in a minute. So one side of this arch is a prophets, and the other side of this arch is apostles. Why? Every single prophet in the Old Testament was prophesying about the coming Messiah, the real chief cornerstone. Then every apostle was preaching one message, that Messiah has come. And then he's asking us all this morning, are we willing to see all the prophecies and all the teaching of the apostles pointing towards one person, the chief cornerstone, Christ himself? And all are we doing like those people who are rejecting the chief cornerstone? Here is the chief cornerstone. And one side is apostles, and the other side is the prophets. Then some of us are ignoring totally the Old Testament, saying that we cannot understand. He's telling us there's a foundation, and this foundation is built on both of them, the apostles and the prophets. And in the middle, the core of the whole belief of the church is the chief cornerstone. That's why a few minutes ago, uh, during after the litany of the gospel, the priest was holding the gospel. And even it's not all the gospel, it's only the four gospels. It's not the whole New Testament. Why? To say we are holding to the chief cornerstone, a reading from the Old Testament, a reading from the New Testament, pointing both of them toward the chief cornerstone. That's why St. Paul was telling us today in the Pauline epistle. Therefore, I run thus not with uncertainty thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Why? I know of whom I have believed. He was telling us in First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 that he knew, he's assured of whom he have believed. He believed in the chief cornerstone. Without him, there is no building. Again, he's asking us, if your house is shaken, if your arch if your foundation is shaken, there is something wrong. That's why he was telling us, I am not preaching a message. It might be 
true or false. I'm fully assured that what I'm preaching is the fullness of the gospel of Christ. That's why he was telling us in, he, in Romans 15, 29, I pray that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The fullness of the blessing of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. But what is the sign? We can easily say, I follow the chief cornerstone. I am not rejecting the chief cornerstone. St. Peter is telling us there is a key word, obedience. Let us read it together. In 1 Peter chapter 2, and verse 7 and 8. Therefore, to you who believe is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Let us focus on this verse for a minute. And please find yourself on one of the two sides. He's comparing between two groups in the church. The first group, he called them those who believe. The normal thing is say those who does not believe. No, he was saying those who disobey. He's showing us if we choose to disobey, we put our side in the side of those who does not believe. So he's telling us it's not about let us compromise with the word of God. Let us compromise with commandments. Let us take what suits us now and put aside the other part. It's saying us, either you are a believer, believing in the whole world. Yes, we are all struggling. We are all not able to fulfill it in its fullness. But have we choose to follow wholeheartedly the whole word of God? Or still I'm compromising and putting aside certain commandments? I'm saying it's not now. I'm too young, or I'm too old, or whatever you are saying, giving yourself an excuse. So he's continuing in the same verse. The stone which the builders rejected has, come, has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, they stumble, being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. So he's telling you, are you appointed for the full obedience of the word of God? It's easy to say, I can't, but he's telling us from day one, I have empowered you with the Holy Spirit, who is going to encrypt the, the commandments in your heart and your mind. He foretold this 600 years before Christ, and then St. Paul was joyfully telling us it has been fulfilled. What has been prophesied in the old days by the Holy Spirit now is encrypted in the mind and the heart of each person in the church. That's why the book of Acts is always giving us the example. It is done. You can have it. You are here to receive something new, to re-empower yourself. He was telling us today in Acts 19, Moreover, you see and hear that not only at Ephesus, but throughout almost all Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away many people, saying that they are not gods which are made with hands. Then St. Paul is telling us, If you believe, and if you follow the chief cornerstone, do you have any other gods in your life? It's time to know they are not gods. Even if it's your career, if it's your relationships, if it's your money, whatever other gods you put beside the true chief cornerstone, there is something wrong. He was persuaded because he has experience, and he is inviting all of us to have the same experience, to see the beauty and the power of the chief cornerstone. St. Gregory of Nyssa is encouraging us. Yet, let us change 
for the better. Let us have a kind of wings to fly up to better things, from glory to glory, to be greater through the daily growth and the continuous seeking of perfection. The true perfection is not to stop at growing at to what, what is better and not to set limits to perfection. Why? Because we are seeking the full stature of Christ, as St. Paul says in Ephesians 4 and uh, verse 13. That's why the psalm was encouraging us, it doesn't matter what you have done in the past. You can have a new start. It doesn't matter how many years you are rejecting the chief cornerstone. It's time to accept him once more. Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see, and visit this vine, and the vineyard which your right hand has planted, and the branch that you made strong for yourself. The branch that you have made strong for yourself. He wants to show his glory and his might in your life. You are no more the one who is rejecting the chief cornerstone, but the one who is enjoying the fullness of the power of the chief cornerstone. That's why the Lord was telling us today, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Without him, there is no building. Without him, there is no meaning of life. If you miss the meaning of life, if you are focusing on your work, if you are focusing on your family, and you can't see any other meanings, he's telling you, you miss the core of your life. You are created to be the son and the daughter of the Most High, to enjoy the fullness of this life. <clears throat> At the very end, let me keep this screen with you for a few seconds. It's not about hearing a sermon on a Sunday or any day. It's a time to reflect on my life. So search your heart, knowing that rejecting this cornerstone in another way, it's disobedience. Search the disobedience you choose, not you fall in, but you choose to disobey him. Obedience is neither partial nor postponed. One of the writers said, partial obedience is total disobedience, and postponed obedience is a current disobedience. So don't say, I will obey tomorrow. I will obey this part, and I was too far, and now half of it is good. We don't hear it at all in the Gospels. That there is 90% obedience. There's obedience and disobedience. Dedicate this week to fast and pray for a real clear choice of obedience. Again, it's not about being sinless, about choosing wholeheartedly. I choose to obey the word of God. Sit with your father of confession on your spiritual or your spiritual mentor to take serious steps towards obedience. It's not about hearing a sermon again, it's about taking steps into the way of accepting and enjoying the full power of the chief cornerstone. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever.